Hello, this is a new episode about Future Passage podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about the exploration of airplane innovation. The first topic that we're going to talk about is supersonic aircraft. Supersonic aircraft is an aircraft able to fly faster than the speed of sound. Supersonic aircraft were developed in the second half of the 20th century and have been used almost entirely for research and military purposes. Only two aircraft, uh, supersonic aircrafts, have ever entered service for civil use as airliners. These ones are Tupolev and the Concorde, which we're going to talk about further in this po podcast. So actually, the Concorde is a really interesting plane because um, it was one of the most adopted supersonic planes at the time. And it it was actually permanently grounded. And this is due to uh, many reasons. Uh, one of them was breaking the sound barrier. So flying at supersonic speeds basically means that you're going faster than the speed of sound. And uh, once you pass the speed of sound, the object that surpasses uh, the sound barrier actually breaks the sound barrier and creates uh, a shockwave. And, and as well as a super loud noise. So the shockwave actually uh, disrupted the environment, not only animals, but humans as well, uh, including but not limited to like breaking people's windows. So it could be like taking off and then breaking the sound barrier and then it, like all the windows uh, in, uh, that, that were near the shockwave would just shatter. Um, so this led to the the Concorde actually being grounded, but there was actually a much bigger reason. Uh, does anybody want to talk about that? Yeah, you know, there was a crash in uh, July 25th of the, the 2000s. You know, this was the first time the Concorde had crashed and had like a big problem in the plane's 31-year history. So what happened is a plane full of 105 people uh, were inside the plane and the Concorde took off and instantly it exploded huge sound a fireball erupted and they were all killed you know it's huge after this accident happened the concord fleet was all grounded they, they didn't fly them then there was an investigation about what happened you know and at the end it turns out a piece of metal had been on the runway and that collided with the concord and made it explode you know so concords went back in service in November 2001 but then they had some minor problems and they were permanently out of service by October 2003. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, also, the the Concorde is actually very interesting because of its design. Um, it actually had a bent nose, basically like where the cockpit is. Uh, it was slightly bent downward, uh, which helped the pilots land the aircraft uh, because it was actually very difficult to fly. And it was designed after... Uh, I think, I'm not sure if this is right, but I'm pretty sure it was designed uh, like a bird, the beak, uh, okay. which was the tip of the, yeah. the plane that actually yeah. helped it with aerodynamics. Yeah, well, the aerodynamics of supersonic flight are dramatically different from those of supersonic flight, like, which are flights at, at speeds slower than, than the sound, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, in particular, aerodynamic drag rises sharply as the aircraft passes the transonic regime, requiring much greater, greater engine power and more streamlined airframes. 
so more or less why why the the concord behave the way it behave mm -hmm. so now uh, do you think that we are going to be able to experience supersonic flights in the near future it's just been illegal for commercial SSTs to fly over the U.S. since, you know, the Concorde um, issue. Um, but I've heard that, you know, I've read that lawmakers are cozying up the idea of the return if scientists can minimize the sonic boom and reduce other, you know, turmoils and problems that they had with the flight. So I think it is a possibility for the future. Yeah, I think the whole research and the whole technology is being revolved around us, you know. Um, I think we're the main focus for us to be able to use these technologies. So I think that's um, their main focus now. So I do believe that in the future, we're going to be able to use those. Okay, so now we're going to move to the next topic of the, of the episode, which is Boeing innovation. Boeing has been developing new planes which are more efficient. They use less fuel and can travel longer distances. Um, do you guys have anything to talk about this topic? Yeah, so I actually heard about this. It was uh, the Boeing 797, um, which is a plane that's been rumored to be in development for a long time. Um, th this is this plane is actually a solution to a problem the airline industry has been facing for a long time. So a lot of planes uh, are basically guaranteed to make money when they fly because uh, so many people need to be packed into them to fly uh, transatlantic flights. So like, let's say New York to London. It's a very popular route and uh, the planes are basically always full. So uh, these airlines are basically guaranteed to make money. But where they aren't guaranteed to make money is flights to much less uh, trafficked areas. So like New York to Lisbon, for example. Um, there's... The risk that they don't fill up the plane completely and this has been um an issue for smaller planes to make this flight uh in terms of cost so uh actually airbus a long time ago had actually produced a plane that solved this very problem but it uh was kind of ahead of its time nobody really wanted uh the this uh these kinds of planes at the time. But right now the market is uh, searching for a solution to this problem and Boeing is producing the 797, which is much more efficient and uh, competes strongly with their 737, which is much smaller, as well as their 787, which is much bigger. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I understand from uh, the, the innovation of their, their airplanes considering how influential they are in the market. I've read a lot of focus of um, Boeing and, you know, and, and getting more better airplanes like for environment or uh, improving the technological aspects of planes for the next step, you know, going through the next, the future years. Yeah, I think these are the three big E's in the aviation process. Now the three main challenges that they have are related to the engineering. So the technology in general, the environment, so all these these machines going greener, and also the economics because it's it's a, a market that it's that has very high costs. So I think these are the three main challenges that resume this this area. Okay, so now guys, now that we're talking about uh, the greener part of the aircraft industry, 
uh, we can talk about the next topic, which is electric planes, which fits perfectly to this, to this conversation. And you know that with all of, of what is happening in the world, with pollution and stuff, electric, pla electric planes are becoming a necessity. They're much more greener for the environment. And I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to, to hear, hear what you guys know about this. So electric planes have always been uh, like a goal for humanity as a whole. Like we've always wanted to move away from oil. So electric planes have always been uh, a desirable state for the airline industry. But there's always been uh, issues with the idea of electric planes. Uh, they, they might be a lot better for the environment, but they, they can't stay in the air too long as well as they aren't very fast. Um, they might be extremely efficient, but the, they aren't very fast. Uh, the, the thing is, this isn't actually a problem for short-range flights, like from flying uh, within one country or a okay. neighboring country that's like in Europe that's not too far away. Mm -hmm. A flight that's like mm -hmm. less than two hours Electric planes are actually very um, suited for that job, but they're not okay. like we won't be seeing them making transatlantic flights anytime soon. Yeah, and when uh, looking at designs of uh, future eco-friendly aircrafts, you know, or like electrical, you know, some uh, companies are already investing in it. You know, they, they want it to happen. Now it's not viable, but hopefully it gets better and better. So one day we can fly on them. Yeah. The one last thing before we end off, it, it was actually made possible by lithium-ion batteries. That, yeah. like, it wasn't even imaginable to make uh, a full flight on an electric-powered aircraft. The first electric-powered aircraft actually only flew for fifteen minutes, um, but with the development of more powerful batteries, we were allowed to make longer flights. However, we're still limited. Okay, guys, this is all for episode two. Thank you for listening to our future Passage podcast and come back to the episode three in which we're going to be talking about drone exploration. Goodbye.